This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games. Welcome to my basement, everybody, especially you, Mr. Scott C. Jones. It's so sweet that you warmly welcome me into your home. Oh, I love having you here, buddy. That's nice. This is our second week of doing uh, a little, I guess it's a little side cast, a little side podcast. Uh, you know what? I side think, pod? Uh, a side pod. Yeah. Why don't we uh, Why don't we set this up as a regular thing? Why don't we do this uh, every week, you and I, just uh, reconnecting and, and yeah, uh, having some fun in the basement, just, just chilling, relaxing. Trying to find our hearts and see if they still fit together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, however you want to phrase it. You want to make it that way, we'll, yeah. we'll go that way. So we don't necessarily, uh, I mean, let's just get down to it. We don't have a lot of a lot of good news to report today. No, we saw the turtles, yeah, and did. it's a bummer. And we had low expectations going yeah. into this thing. We went yeah. in, there was a huge crowd of people, people, people. Like lo- people love, oh, they love going to a free movie. Yeah, they do. You know? <laughs> so I, people came with uh, open hearts, and and they and wanted costumes. to love it. And they were ready to laugh at the lame. Did you did you notice how many weak ass jokes they tried to say in the script, and yeah. they just fell like a thud throughout, like dead silence in the movie. Well, the theater. whole movie just felt kind of undercooked. It looked like it yeah. needed some more time. It's, you know, especially it's hard. You can't. You know, we're not reviewing this in a vacuum. Guardians of the Galaxy came out last week. Yeah. That's still fresh on our minds. Totally. Totally. And it's still, you know, it's a movie that had a lot of soul, mm-hmm. uh, had a lot of heart, uh, and, a, and lot a lot of humor. Of humor and, and a lot of and fun, intelligence. right? Yes. And, and, uh, and also a lot of, you know, 80s, late 70s kind of throwback kind of, uh, you know, anachronistic nostalgia. Yeah, we didn't talk about that, but it's something that's been on my mind. Right. Uh, the soundtrack. I, 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 I'm not a fan of the soundtrack. Well, this is what we're talking about in, in all kinds of aspects of media today. This this rampant nostalgia, which I used to, it used to drive me crazy. Yeah, I know, I, I know. Usually it does. Well, it, but even when I was like a kind of a music snob, you know, through college and stuff, yeah, I, you I hate used to, everything except for metric. Well, no, I I love metrics, but uh, metric, but I. Uh, you know, when I started to get into, it was called alternative then, and I don't know what the hell you... You were into Morrissey? I like Morrissey and the Smiths and all that, but I remember listening to radio stations that just kept playing CCR and Led Zeppelin and, you know, not not to take away from great music no, like that. No, they're great, for sure. But it's like, let's move on and let's give new artists a chance to kind of show us what they're capable Maybe of. Maybe we're just getting old. I mean, that's kind of, I feel like I don't want to hear this old song. I, no, I've heard I, this song enough. I don't enough. think it's, we're just getting old. I think we want to be constantly engaged with new concepts and new passion. All of these songs you've heard in a million different contexts before you see them in this space movie. Still, Guardians of the Galaxy did anachronism and and, uh, this this out-of-time context stuff way better than the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because they were so desperately grasping to try to recapture and rekindle that fanboyism and that collectible market with this new property with this with this turtle film yes and they it felt like that it felt like you know a focus tested market researched we know we've won with some successful transformers and gi joe movies let's do the same with the turtle it just felt so calculated and gross it was a total misfire so goddamn bland yes and it it pisses me off that i have to sit there for almost two hours it's not a short movie yeah i mean it's a it's a full two hours and it's trying to tell the whole story again from the beginning i don't know what the original story was uh with the turtles Uh, i don't care frankly yeah uh but i went in feeling hopeful because it's as we talked about when we shot our review earlier today uh it it 
it's been a good summer for heroes and for movies about people doing awesome things and people ha- having some fun along the way. And this should have been fun. It has all of the elements of something that should be fun. Yeah. And again, we're, we couldn't be in a more optimistic mood, especially a week after Guardians of the Galaxy. And, and we couldn't be in a more forgiving mood. But I, I found nothing here. I found well, nothing it was, it was to a, hang my intelligence on. It was the same hours. with the Transformers. And it's like, you know, this movie, what is it, Jonathan Liebsman is the director? Yeah. Yes, he like did he's, Battle Los Angeles yeah, he, a couple he, years ago, Wrath he, of the Titans. Oh, God, awful. Yeah, both he, of them bad. He, yeah, and he's aspiring to be Michael Bay. So it's yes. not even as good as the tripe that Michael Bay is churning out right now. And all of it is so obviously uh, passionless and so rote and so predictable yeah. and and it's you know insanity there, i mean there's so, so many logic problems and just stupid kind of decisions and i think that the heart of the movie is missed because splinter the the rat sensei sensei or whatever you sensei sensei that's how you say it all right the rat sensei sensei is uh is awful i mean it just it <laughs> look it looks like He's claymation their problems, no though. but like honestly he could have been the centerpiece for us being he's the father for you the character is interesting you wanted the rocket raccoon character for him exactly yeah right somebody's got fur and everything yeah somebody that you could look at him and go oh my god look at that that poor creature he has been mutated but he's got a heart of gold and he loves his little turtle buddies and he's (laughs) he's he's poor creature you know but instead you get this disgusting slimy poorly animated uh, you, you know, CG creation that you're constantly in disbelief of. I think they did a pretty good job with the turtles, and I think they've done a pretty good job with the fight sequences with all that CG wizardry. But the actual characterization of Splinter is terrible. I, and I, you know, I don't know the Donatello from Raphael and whatever well, the other one is. And, and the I movie can't, does I can't a tell poor job of of making that distinction. And as I well. know they have headbands on, yeah. eye, eye masks like mm-hmm. t- like uh, the Lone Ranger yeah. that are supposed to help me out. Yeah. But uh, one, I didn't care, and and two, the movie wasn't even trying to make me I care. Know. And you know, I'm so I get so. I don't want to do this, but I'm gonna. I get. I'm so fucking mad that yeah. I was sitting in this thing last night, and I just. I felt like somebody was just throwing blocks at my head, and just kind of every now and then one would hit my head, and I. I was nodding off, like I. I don't even want to talk about this. Like I'm. I know. Like we don't need to go on about it. That movie is terrible. I know. That is a. That is what. You know I what it should have been? I haven't been well in, in seeing movies for a few months. That is the worst thing I've seen since I woke up from oh, my I know. It was, an, it was an affront. I know. You know you, you know what it should have been? It should have been like Flash Gordon was in the 80s, which like, was... Well, somebody have fun with this. Which like, was crazy fun, fun when we yes. were kids to see that ridiculous movie, but it was so cool and everybody's having a blast with the whole damn thing. Or even Big Trouble in Little China. Totally. You know? And look at how those movies endure. This movie is going to be so pegged to this Michael Bay era of just pouring buckets of money on stupid people, you know, like just to get people that have no distinction that just want to go and and watch flashy crap on screen for a little while. This is going to be pegged into that era, you know? Just do something genuine. It it could have been, it could have been as as shitty as it is, it could have been way worse. It could have been a much more awful film all the way. I mean, there are... And that would have been more interesting. It would have been more interesting, Like, just if if the whole movie, if all of the people behind it, if all of the people writing the checks just decided to... Even a low-budget 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles would have been more interesting than right. this. It couldn't be more. This couldn't be more meaningless. And I'm I, I'm sorry, but I I've had it with Megan Fox. Like yeah. I like her. I mean, I like looking at her as a straight I think, man. I think she she has had it with Megan Fox. But I don't I think, even know I think, who she is. In I these think movies. this is a desperate cry for like, who cares anymore? You know, yeah. I just want to pay some mortgages, yeah. mortgage payments off. Like, it's, honestly, who takes this mo- this movie and goes, "Yeah, my career has got a huge boost." Well, I don't know. She does. The, she did, she did the Transformers movies. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I know, and she, what else she immediately she regretted it. You know, and went off all over the well, place what else talking was she about. She's going to be doing instead. I, well, I, that's probably what she, her existential issue right now. And after seeing this movie and the uh, the reviews that she's going to get this week. You, you know that's What's that noise you got me. You're making noise watch. over I know. I'm sorry, John. Come on. That that uh, you know she's probably going to question her whole thing with this. You know, going forward, and you know it's not our place to say any of that stuff. But this was a meaningless exercise, and it was just purely. I don't want to go to the movies anymore. Well, it, <laughs> it's just purely an act of uh, of merchandising. That's all that this is. Could have been. It could have been a, a small, important, fun. Like somebody have some fucking fun. Well, which is this what movie. the first movie was. Not yeah. necessarily for you and I, but uh, for I know I, that that movie was like a Flash Gordon or a Little uh, Trouble or a Big Trouble in Little China for a huge generation, for a huge population. There's love for this property, and this squeezed all that love, you know, and is just trying to milk us. Well, like we talked about in our review. My point, which I think was really a fine point, yes, uh, was the fact that like it should have been weirder and darker, and it should have been like it should have just done like embraced something yeah. instead. It just it's like a somebody running for president and deciding I'm not a Democrat, I'm not You're a Republican, right. I'm right in the middle, well, and I hope many hope lots of people vote for me. I'm in the other direction. I, I think that when you're talking about because ter- there are some half-ass jokes in there that are almost funny, where people are try- incredulous about. The the idea that there are walking ninja turtles they don't even really capitalize they on don't that. and because they don't that's where this movie fails like they can't even make that funny they can't even make will arnett reacting yeah. to a turtle just magically appearing beside him funny What's that's he a looking fucking at? disaster is who's he looking at when i remember they're in a van and there's a turtle in the van with yeah. him. what's he looking at is there a guy they yeah and, and some green screen suit there's that that's oh, okay. going to be a future documentary series all the dudes that wear green outfits against green screen oh, it's gonna, backgrounds it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be like a self-help like therapy group <laughs> like don't do this yeah I, I just i i don't like i again it's just like i haven't seen all the movies that you and marissa have seen this year yeah but they've been uh, good. It's been a good yeah, year. Yeah, I know for you movies. keep telling me this, yeah. but then you take me to shit like this. Uh, well, this this and you, Transformers. You bought me popcorn, though. It's like we've been slapped in the face twice. Here's Transformers. It's just here's, Michael here's Bay. Here's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And here's Michael Bay just opening up his fucking bank vault and just dumping all kinds of buckets of uh, money in there and remember, diamonds and remember and pain Lamborghinis. and gain. What's that? Pain and gain. Yeah, that too. What a piece of shit and again it's just like you know everybody gave it the benefit of the doubt because you're thinking oh this will be michael bay like lightening up a little bit he's got some big stars he's going to do like a crime thing and that was the biggest piece of shit that was like that was that was shit and i just i worry about this man like what what is he doing he looks like he's 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 doing like cocaine in the 80s or something and he's lost i know and he's making all these it's like he's trying to be michael bay it's like Michael Bay is looking at his old movies and going, God, I got to make movies like that that's again. That's an interesting point. That's, you know, that's like, funny. I, I got to be me again somehow. <laughs> got to be more like me. Somehow I've got to get, get my career back to the way I was. 
instead of yeah. like look at him and Spielberg or Soderbergh or you know uh, Doug Lyman. Like look at the difference in the direction and the versatility and the way that they can make one movie look completely different from the other. I, like that's what you want to aspire to. You don't want to have a, a like like a touchstone look that just seeps into everything you do, and he, that's all you ever do. He doesn't grow yeah. as an artist. And we're and not even I talking s- about his movie. We're, uh, we're talking about Liebsman's movie, yeah, I know. which looks like a Michael Bay light movie, which is terrible. But he doesn't grow as an... I know we sound like we're sixth grade English teachers, He, he but he hasn't really grown as an artist. He, like, he doesn't do anything we haven't seen before. He's just yeah. somebody who has proven that he has some talent for orchestrating big, you know, loud movies and, you know, making things happen. And yeah. so somehow he still, he has this reputation now for doing this stuff. But man, I, I've had it. I just, like, this doesn't... This I know, does, it's exhausting. It's like, yeah, that, I mean, that's, I just went home last night and I was just alone. Yeah. And I was sad. And you looked at the noose. And it was... <laughs> you looked, you looked the at the stool under the noose. And you know what? Like, if Michael Bay from... <laughs> You know, 20 years ago, could talk to Michael Bay now. Yeah. You know what he would say? Ape, not kill other ape. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he would say? He, he would say, do the Planet of the Apes movie. Ape, not kill do, other ape. Don't do, don't do the Transformers movie because <laughs> that's, that's all you'll ever do. <laughs> that's, all there, that's the end of Teenage Mutant. Are we done with this now? Let, yeah, let's, let's never on. talk about it again except Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, you made well, some, when did you make some good Whoopi Goldberg jokes well, earlier? She, well, what, I I almost tweeted it. So oh yeah, I'm going to no, tell you guys an are almost. You sure, tweet. you want to do this? I'm going to do it. I thought it was Th- funny, and I wish you'd done this. Crowd. I would probably follow you if I knew you were tweeting things like this. I, but it's so mean, and I I don't I it's don't mean true. to be mean though. But it's Who like cares? so. Here's what I almost tweeted. The and, world is a and mean I'm not place. reading it. I'm trying to remember it. It's okay. Whoopi Whoopi Goldberg. The thing I admire most about Whoopi Goldberg's performances is how she completely loses herself in every role. What a chameleon. What a chameleon. Or hashtag chameleon. Yeah. Because, because she does not. No. She is exactly the same she person and everything. And her right. hair is everywhere. And, like, it, it's like it's like the most rampant cam- like if you look up the word cameo yes. and you, you like see a picture of, of Whoopi Goldberg in that I, but you know I, I felt kind of bad for her in that movie well, she, like honestly I, she I, probably I, had the most fun she worked for one day and made a lot of dough and <laughs> stayed in New York and, you yeah. know and, and uh, it's not her fault that this movie is a piece of shit yeah. you know and you know William Fickner shame on him well, what the hell was that guy? That guy's an incredible th- actor. They all got big paychecks. Yeah, but shame know? on him. Like he could have brought something more than that. Well, I mean, it, honestly, it, it doesn't begin and end with William Fickner in this movie. Honestly, though, he is but, not Megan Fox, is what I'm saying. You know, he doesn't have three things to his credit. This guy has worked forever. He's a fantastic he has, actor. And he's done great movies. Yes, and yeah. he's always good. But yes. not here. No, this is terrible. Like, I, I, I think inexcusable. This is, this is like one of those talisman that they have, like voodoo. Like you, like you just if you get near it, you just deliver a terrible performance. I, I think that's it. Can I say a couple of things that I did like? Megan Fox? Uh, not really. It's the, yeah, there's too I, there's too much Megan Fox. What I liked, I liked. The, she's the star. Though. I liked their new Shredder. It oh, was Jesus. he was like just in terms of action. They I thought, just never show his face. I know, Is that but part of was, the comics, I don't. I don't know, but I like yeah. the I like the the sort of silver armor, and I actually thought of the Wolverine silver samurai thing that they had. That was so stupid in that movie. Yeah, this would have been a way cooler <laughs> samurai type thing in that. But you know, at one point, I just I want you to continue. Okay. At one point, I'm looking at a guy 
wearing a giant silver samurai suit, mm-hmm. like mechanical robot samurai. Shooting knives. Fighting a mutant turtle on a rooftop. Yeah. And I'm like, why is this so awful? <laughs> I don't, why, I should be loving this. Yeah. It should be, this should be so fun. We should be loving it. You're right. And I'm like, but somehow and all of the elements coming together don't make anything. No, and even though those are some of the best little pieces in this movie, all of it is tripe. So this is just like, boop, just like a tiny little you know, register on the uh, on the the heart monitor. You Did know? you? So what else? You like the I, I, outfits? I like the uh, the outfits plus. I th- and I thought the turtles actually looked pretty good. I thought they they uh, they were animated pretty well, and I like the way they fought because I can't imagine how difficult it would have been to do all of the uh, you know martial arts moves in whatever contraptions they had to you know the actual martial artists. But they animated all that stuff quite effectively. I yeah. thought that was pretty exciting. And there was one sequence in the movie where they're they're all cascading down a mountain, and I thought that was kind of reminded me. Of, it was stupid and not realistic, but also kind of fun. I as don't well. know if you'd say exciting. It was parts where you p- kind of paid attention for a few seconds, <laughs> and then then we went back to your popcorn bag. We had good popcorn last night. Yes, thank you for going. I owe you, you next it. time. Holy yeah, crap! We did. We like, it. Well, was... That should be our new reviews. Uh, how we decide what a movie's worth, how big the popcorn is that we need to get, and, and how much to, we need it. We, it's it's like, a security. Blanket. You cleaned out your bag in like the first twenty minutes, I was like, and you were like, <sighs> "Yeah, I was ready to just yeah lose myself in that popcorn bag." Yeah, uh, yeah so that's Turtles behind us. You can watch the review, um, and we're uh, Guardians we'll, of the Galaxy we'll score it. making all the money in the world. And everybody's talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, yes. and I've been thinking about it a lot. And when uh, you take your morning poop, I just I think about the success of the movie and my favorite bits of the movie and and how it's been universally hailed and accepted and Chris Pratt is basically uh, the most loved human being oh, I want on him to earth be, right I now. I want him to be rich. He is like very him. rich yeah. and what he's doing is he's, uh, he's he apparently kept the costume and now he's going to visit sick kids in hospitals and and uh, he's going on radio shows, oh, and he's he's like being a is he good, human? good person, you know, which is so nice, which is very cool, you know. And uh, I think he's very humble. And James Gunn actually wrote a nice uh, letter to everybody, saying that he's already hard at work on the sequel. He can't believe the success that he's had with this. And uh, I, I've learned that uh, um, uh, uh, jo- uh, Joss Whedon really liked Gunn's first script. But he said there wasn't enough gun in it, and so he went back and rewrote it. And the other big news that's come out of the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is that um, it, it's a, f- a female co-writer. I think uh, I forget her, her, her. I think it's Perlman. I forget her first name. We should look these things up. Um, well, I, we don't have all the internet in front of us, but uh, uh, she bucked the trend, and she's become one of the only sort of genre. Uh, female writers in Hollywood, and this is a massive feather in her cap and a big, uh, you know, start to a little bit more of a, a female slanted uh, uh, direction, which I think is terrific. And of course, you know, coming off the cusp of this is all, are all of the studios now saying we are going full because <laughs> this was it, right? This like Guardians of the Galaxy hitting 100 million bucks in a weekend is like. Well, shit. We have all got to make comic book movies and get serious about it. We've got to branch out. We've got to look at other interesting characters. So we're going to start to see female-driven superhero movies. Uh, Sony's come out and said that they're going to do a, a Spider-Man-themed female superhero film. We don't know if it's Black Cat or Spider-Woman or whatever. Um, and DC just announced yesterday 
uh, we're recording this on Thursday, that um, uh, they have put 10 dates down up until 2020 of all the new superhero movies that they're going to do. So you know you know, I love you. Yes. I do. I don't always agree with you. In mm-hmm. fact, I very rarely do agree with you. Yeah, I know. Uh, but that's what makes you special. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was funny because, like, I don't want to get too personal, but the last couple months there hasn't been necessarily a lot of good news yeah there's been you know like a lot of mediocre entertainments the movies have been good this summer but yeah. we're, we're worried about the video game industry yes we are yeah but you are so funny because uh yesterday you're seeing this marvel news and we're about to go into the what would turn out to be i think we kind of knew it a shitty turtles movie yeah and you're reading this Marvel, and all of a sudden, like, Optimistic Vic is one million percent back. <laughs> and it's just, like, looking at your face lighting up like an exploding asteroid. Like, you were just like, they're doing this, and then 2015 is this, and then you were, like, listing off this shit. You, like, you couldn't have been more excited I, I, by I this I just can't news. believe it, man. I can't believe that, you, you know, like, I, I didn't have, I didn't dare dream of this much adoration for the stuff that I loved and it's coming I can't believe it now I don't know if it's all going to work and you know I'm skeptical not nearly as skeptical as you are but you know that all of this will succeed practical Uh, but uh, we we have almost a monthly release schedule for the next you know dozen years of some kind of comic or fantasy related property crossing over you know, whether it's big movies or big games or big TV shows, uh, reaching more people than ever before. You know, and a lot of them have started as novels or as comic books or, you know, slivers of a concept of a pretty big concept. And now they're being, you know, trans, they're morphed into these massive things. And I like the kid in me that will never die is just incredibly stoked that these impossible <laughs> fantasies are going to become uh, realities so, on, for a so lot of people. It's dire. You know? when, when you get discouraged, I hate it. Yeah. Like, I hate it. <laughs> I'm just, And then I'm just like, well, what do I do now? Because that's his thing is to be optimistic. And then if he's going to be discouraged. But then, like, I, I love seeing that in you. There's two things that I just want to say. Uh Two points that we can talk about very quickly. Yeah, uh, I read something about Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm it's I'm paraphrasing a quote here, and it might have been I don't know. You know our friend Jason Brackman yeah. saw the quote somewhere, and he related to me. It said that you know Guardians of the Galaxy is a movie where all of the stars are Han Solo. Yeah. Every single one of them. Yeah. And the guy who's the lead is double Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> and that's true. And I believe, I, you know, totally, if you go back and look at Guardians of the Galaxy, it, it kind of plays out that way. Yeah. And the other thing is, and I've been thinking about this a lot, and you and I have talked about it a little bit, it just, I don't know who the bad guys are in, yeah. this, in this universe. And all Guardians, of, yeah. Not just Guardians, but all of the movies. I don't, right. you know, I don't know, like, who, why are, why is the bad guy such a very side story, small sliver of the narrative. Like Mm. he, they present him and the the movie's not very interested in him. They can't really make him funny and he doesn't really do anything diabolical. You are so fucking right. Because the movies that uh, completely transcend, the villain is- They gotta be equal. Well, not more than equal. 
The yeah. villain is usually outnumbered, you know, with cops and all of the heroes that rally around to stop that villain. That villain needs to be incredibly menacing. That's why Ledger's Joker is eternal. Ex- yeah, I was just thinking about that. I can't think of a better villain yeah. since him. Yeah. Like, I can't. There's yeah. like, And he was... He was fucking terrifying. Loki was pretty good. Oh, I know that you're not as big, no. but because he was off kilter and a little menacing and a little, he, I mean, he just didn't have the. He wasn't. He wasn't the Joker, but he was pretty damn good. You know, like very memorable. One one hundredth of a Joker. All, both. You know, all of the villains that they've had in the Amazing Spider-Man series have been very awful. You know, very uh, slim. You know, yeah. and uh, disappointing. Um, like the I, X-Men villains. I, I'm just trying to think of a movie that had good villains. Magneto's pretty damn good. Magneto's pretty damn good. Whether it's, you know, whether it's a, a space movie or a superhero movie or, you know, there are, I I think it's hard to make a villain now. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's the time we live in. The, well, I, I think all of it, though, it, it, it's like they have this shorthand shrug. It's like, you know, you know, Star Wars. We're like that. You know, yeah. Here's the guy who yeah. be Darth he's, Vader. He's just right. like Darth, and yeah. and there's this a, true. A, this sort of entitled expectation that we are all cagey nerds and we know the backstories on a million other bad guys, so they don't have to color them in. Yes, but they do have to color them in. Like we have to know who Thanos is or Thanos. We like, and I don't. I'm I'm a. Well, we don't have to just. We have to care. We have to care and be really terrified. I yeah. was fucking terrified when I saw the Emperor. You know, for the, yeah. even just in in uh, holographic images, I was like, "What the hell is that?" Who's that guy? Yeah, not not Thanos. Like, yeah, he's got a big chin. That's what I know about this guy right now. Yeah, and, and I think it's something like the they've proven. Obviously, Guardians of the Galaxy proves this. The, you know, the villain is just kind of a beat mm-hmm. in the story, mm-hmm. but he's and he's part of the story. But it's the machine is big. And as long as most of the parts are working, the villain doesn't matter that much. But I, I think we're going to get tired of that. Yeah. And, and I think like having somebody really formidable to battle yeah. is going to become essential yeah. like s- very quickly. And I think we're going to get tired of seeing these movies where we meet all these people who are kind of having a good time flying around in a spaceship saying funny things. We got to have somebody for them to fight. We, yep, absolutely, if they're going to be heroes. You know who I liked um, and I'm surprised – that, that this is so because of the actors, but Benedict Cumberbatch disappointed me as uh, Khan in yeah, Star Trek Two. Totally, mostly because of the movie didn't really set it up well enough for him to be that menacing, uh, and the movie was disappointing. But I liked Banna as the bad guy in the first Star Trek, and I can't remember. Well, he's him. unrecognizable. He is, and also the character I can't even remember his name or whatever. He's but flying he, around in green ship. But he had a, yeah. a real tangible, tactile menace, and he was just. You know, there was an evil incarnate quality about him that was really well performed, you know, and it was set up well. And they're like, he destroys Vulcan in that movie, right? Like, that was a pretty heavy, maybe too heavy of a moment. And, but yeah. I thought that was a pretty good cinematic villain. I want to start a new thing uh, on the show and on the podcast. Maybe we'll translate this into our TV shows. Yeah. But let's let's celebrate some of the some of the villains that mm-hmm. we really appreciated and enjoyed, and and this this could go all the way you know back to westerns. Yeah, like, who are some villains that really scared the shit out of you, that gave you nightmares later, that you were 
really that just got into your subconscious and you never know who, left. Who has kicked ass recently is Deathstroke that Manu Bennett played on uh, Arrow. That that was one hell of a villain. I haven't seen that one. God, he was good. He was. Yeah. He, he really like uh, Stephen Amell as 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 the hero in the show is so strong and so capable. And Deathstroke really took it to him, and, and it was a really great, you know, big half-season battle that was going on between them. And I loved, I loved that characterization. Yes. You're right; villains are incredibly important. Let's celebrate. I know it's it's you know it's summer, and people are still having fun, and we're going to go into the Labor Day soon. Mm-hmm. But let's celebrate villains a little bit on the podcast the next couple of weeks. And if you have any villains on your mind that you want to put in front of us send, tweet us or send us yeah, messages you know, things on the, on to the talk page. about that'd be awesome uh, I would like to start just and, and this will you know Hollywood listens to the show yep and so they'll I, I, hear it and they'll well, be like oh yeah we James don't. Cameron's on speed dial so he's got he's it. is on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know and you know we'll we'll, uh, we'll start celebrating these, these uh, you know now that we've had a lot of heroes great, great people having a lot of fun flying yep. around the galaxy all that sh- stuff yeah Let's let's have some villains. Let's yep. let's see some real villains. Let's see some Darth Vader caliber kind of scary guys, scary people. Like all the villains in Star Wars after Darth Vader was such pussies. Yeah, there's nobody who's interesting. Nobody. They put devil makeup on that one guy from the Phantom Menace. Yeah, Darth Darth Maul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I mean, they, they strike yeah. great poses. Yeah, great for them. It's but, all and style was and the no same. substance. Exactly. Yeah. But Vader was the. The menace, the pose, and he followed through just by force choking, you know. And then the Joker would stab a guy in the eye with he a pencil. He didn't even need to touch you. I know. He just would hold up his hand and you're dead. Yeah, and and the Joker looked like he would kill himself in order to kill you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know. I mean, and you're right. I mean, we need to reach for that. I mean, we are we are inundated with lots of hero choice. You're right. The villain needs to. And I guess this could. This is the scariest thing with where Whedon's taking the Avengers two and three now, right? Like if Ultron played by Spader and Thanos played by uh, Josh Brolin uh, aren't that level, those movies are going to start because they're even throwing more heroes in. Not yeah. only are we getting so many great ones, but they're throwing in Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, so and, much, man. you know, and then know. soon they'll, they'll, you know, the the rumor is Avengers three is going to be a mish, uh, a crossover between the Guardians and the Avengers cast. So imagine all of those heroes. Sure. And if it, are I they all going to go up against Josh I, Brolin? You know, <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be insane. I don't know what they're going to do. There's so many heroes. Just Hollywood just needs to get better. I, fuck, I don't know what I'm saying. Hollywood doesn't listen to me. They do. I'm feeling dark now. <laughs> anyway, I got to go home. All right, brother. That was great. Uh, was All good, right, so send fun. us send us your villain thoughts, and uh, uh, you know, we'll be back with more Vic's Basement very soon with, with Scott and Marissa. All right. All right, thanks for listening, time. everybody.